Uh, I'm going to say no one's better than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Blow up. Welcome to the Wednesday, July 29th edition of Locked On Dolphins. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all of the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today on the show, I'm calling on Audible, I had a really good question um, yesterday on Power to the Pot. And I would like to get to that, but not today, because we have some news to attend to that pertains to opt-outs and the Patriots tanking for Trevor and that whole perception. I want to touch on that. And I also want to touch on Xavier Howard, because the man got placed on the physically unable to perform list yesterday as he continues rehabilitation from the knee surgery he had this offseason. When the Dolphins signed Byron Jones... A lot of Dolphins fans on this podcast came on and said, what does this mean for Xavier Howard? Well, I said it probably means they want one of the best corner duos in all of football. And then the Dolphins drafted Igbo with a 30th overall pick. And Dolphins fans asked me, what does that say about Xavier Howard? And we said, well, probably means they want one of the best corner rooms in all of football. And they wanted to have depth so that they can play in your face and play press man all the time. Now, Howard's on the pup. What does that mean for Howard? I've decided to do some research. I'm finally caving a little bit. And the fans who asked me this offseason, is this an omen for a potential trade for of Xavier Howard? Well, we're going to get into that today on the show. We're going to talk about what those dynamics look like but not before we dig into some of the opt-outs for players from the 2020 season amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, The news starting to come in and hitting one team that's relevant to the Dolphins especially hard. A slew of reports came in yesterday marking players who were intending to opt out of the 2020 season amid concerns regarding the health of them or their families amongst the COVID-19 pandemic, but none of those players were members of the Miami Dolphins. The team most heavily hit, however, will significantly impact the Dolphins. The New England Patriots had six players reported to be sitting out, including three key starters, right tackle Marcus Cannon, inside linebacker Donta Hightower, and safety Patrick Chung. The Patriots were already a team facing a lot of turnover, but missing three starters now due to opt-outs, is going to make the Patriots' opportunity to repeat as AFC East Division champions an even more complicated proposition. Of course, as the Patriots' names continue to trickle in at an exponentially faster rate than everyone else, there started to become some questions of, okay, what are the Patriots up to? And it could be a number of different explanations as to why the Patriots had so many players ready to declare. The least likely explanation is a popular conspiracy theory that the Patriots are going to be tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Let's keep this Patriots situation 
in full context. Bill Belichick is one of the oldest head coaches in football. He's had his star quarterback of 20 years depart to go play for another team. And he's closing in on the all-time wins record, pursuing the record set by Miami Dolphins head coach John Shula. Do you really think that Bill Belichick is going to be willing to punt a year to get Trevor Lawrence and the the long-term benefit that ultimately will not be benefiting him as one of the oldest head coaches in the league for a very long time, and punting a year in which every year counts in the pursuit of Don Shula to win one or two games, which was what will be necessary to acquire the number one overall pick. The Patriots have a lot to prove in life after Tom Brady. If the Patriots were going to tank, we wouldn't have signed Cam Newton. Bill Belichick would certainly like to prove that the success of the Patriots dynasty comes to him as a coach and not Tom Brady as the quarterback. And Belichick chasing Shula, time is of the essence. And the difference between winning 10 or 11 games versus winning two games could be the difference in Belichick successfully securing the all-time wins record or not. So while it is popular to suggest that Bill Belichick is simply playing chess when everyone else is playing checkers on his way to the next franchise quarterback that will ensure the Patriots have another two decades of dominance, it's not quite that simple. There's a lot of motivations and a lot of movements that the Patriots have done to suggest They're trying to win in the here and now. They are trying to retool versus rebuild. Now, with that also said, the Patriots roster before the opt-outs was looking as lean as it has in recent memory to begin with. And the Dolphins, having signed two of the Patriots linebackers and Elandon Roberts and Kyle Van Noy, with Jamie Collins also departing to go play in Detroit, now losing Dante Hightower means the Patriots top four linebackers from last year will not be on the roster this year. The team lost Ted Karras. Now the team loses Marcus Cannon, who's been the the fixture at right tackle for the past four or five seasons in New England. Patrick Chung sitting out is a big loss to the secondary. The Patriots playing a lot of three safety sets. They're sub-package units and run defense is already going to be hurt in the loss of the linebackers, and now you lose your best tackling safety. The Patriots will have their hands full, but the Patriots aren't mailing in on the season. A much more likely scenario is Belichick and the Patriots players have had conversations to say, have spend the time to think about this ahead of training camp, and then... If you make your decision that is in your best interest, let us know as soon as possible so that we can pivot and we can act in the free agent market to bring players in that can help us cover for our losses. RockAuto.com is a family business who's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And whether you're looking for engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, or motor oil, they have everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog that in just a few clicks can send everything you need directly to your front door. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com 
are the same whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer, so why would you shop anywhere else and risk spending up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com right now to see all of the parts for your classic or daily driver, and make sure you write in Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. So let's talk about Xavier Howard a little bit. Placed on the physically unable to perform list yesterday. And I'll say this first and foremost before I talk about anything that I did regarding researching a potential trade of Xavier Howard. There's nothing to worry about yet. Keyword here being yet. Because Xavier Howard had off-season knee surgery. We all knew that. We all knew he was rehabbing it. We all knew that there was a chance the guy who's had knee injury issues ever since he came into the league might have an extended timeline to try and fix the issue. So that's what we're facing now. The Dolphins have no restrictions on bringing Howard back off the pup. So if they woke up tomorrow and looked at Zavin's knee and said, okay, you're good to go, you could put him right on the active practice roster. He can resume practicing, no questions asked. He's still allowed at practice. He just cannot partake and then he drills. Not that that's a thing that we have to worry about right now anyway, because we're probably two weeks, two and a half weeks out from even getting practices anyway because of the ramp up amid the COVID-19 pandemic. So Zayvon Howard's not missing any valuable time right now. He's just simply been designated and put on the physically unable to perform list. Not too much of a surprise. But if we get to the point where the knee becomes a problem this year again, then yes, we have a problem on our hands because X, as good as he is, and he's one of the best ball hawks and he's one of the best throw-baiting corners in all of football. But your best ability is availability. And the Dolphins, this past summer, 12 months ago, gave Howard a five-year, $75 million contract. Now, I've already applauded the Dolphins on a number of different fronts. One of the things that they did was they paid out a $7 million roster bonus in 2019. Instead of base salary, they didn't put it into the signing bonus, so it was a one-year, one-and-done cap hit, $7 million part of your, your guaranteed money. Smart. Very smart. Where did Zavian get the rest of his guarantees? Well, there's a lot of stipulations in Howard's contract that turn and convert base salary into guarantees. And this is what my, the root of my point in this entire conversation is going to be, is the way the Dolphins structured Howard's contract. He's easy to cut after three years if you needed to. But he's even easier to trade because the, the base salary that any team takes on converts into guaranteed salary ahead of time. So Howard received 
$27.18 million fully guaranteed and $46 million in total guarantees. So you hear that and you say, okay, over the course of the five years, the Dolphins are going to have to pay Howard $46 million. He got a signing bonus. He got the $7 million prorated or the, the $7 million roster bonus. But those two things combined only adds up to approximately $15 million. Where's the other $30 million coming from? And that's where the fine print gets the Dolphins out of a contract if Howard can't stay healthy. If Howard is on the roster on the fifth day of the 2020 league year, his 2021 salary becomes fully guaranteed. There is a $6.8 million injury-only guarantee in 2021. What does that mean? Right now, Howard's $11.9 million base salary for 2020 is fully guaranteed. But the Dolphins can get that off of their cap books and they can also get the 2021 fully guaranteed $12 million salary, base salary off their books if they trade Howard. If you cut him, you have to you're, you're going to be on the hook for another $24 million in guarantees between the 2020 salary and the 2021 salary. Nobody's talking about Stephen Howard. He's not going to get cut. It's a moot point. If he plays for the Dolphins this year, he was going to get the 11.9 anyway. And now you, you get into the conversation if he gets hurt, okay, can we trade him next offseason and get the 12 off the books? If they wanted to move him now, if they see him in the building and say, man, he's in pretty rough shape, we think he'll pass a physical, but we've seen this for four years now. We're worried about what the longevity looks like. If we wanted to move on and we wanted to try and flip Xavier before his value further diminishes if he gets hurt again this year, they could save $11.9 million off the cap this year, and they could save $12 million off the cap next year by trading Xavier Howard. And the dead money would only be the prorated signing bonus in 2020, 2021, 2022 and 2023 of $1.4 million. That is the prorated amount of the $7.7 million original signing bonus, not roster bonus, signing bonus. And that's what made the roster bonus that they gave the $7 million roster bonus so important. Because if they took that roster bonus they gave Xavier Howard in 2019, and it was just a regular part of the regular signing bonus, making the signing bonus twice as much, Anytime the Dolphins try to get rid of Xavier Coward at this juncture, the dead cap penalty is going to be twice as much. So they cut the signing bonus in half by making half of it a roster bonus that was a one-time payment. So you can kind of start, start to see and respect how the Dolphins put these contingencies into Howard's contract, and it kind of becomes pay-as-you-go type contract. And Howard, for all the production that he's had while he's on the field, even if he gets hurt this year, you can trade him because any team that trades for Xavier Howard is going to have to pay him. Let's say he, he plays eight games this year, he gets four picks, and he hurts his knee again. 
you can flip him for a you'll probably get a mid-round pick. You won't get what you would get if he was healthy because I think a healthy Xavier Howard gets you a really good return on investment. He's still in his 20s. But if Howard gets hurt midway through the season, but he plays well when he's on the field, you could tell any team that's a contender, hey, you can get a player, owe him $12 million in base and guaranteed salary next season, so you're going to pay a guy $12 million, and if you can keep him healthy, he could generate the turnovers to be the difference between your team being a divisional round exit team and winning the Super Bowl. A team will jump at that. You won't get the one if he continues to be battling durability issues. But you might be able to, I mean, he's, he's got one, two, three, four. He's got four years of control on his, on his contract after the 2020 season. This is the first year of the extension that they gave him. I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. Because Xavier Howard here for the long term, being here through 2024, in which he will turn 31 years old, and continuing to pay out, you know, his cap hits will range anywhere from 13 to 14 and a half million dollars. Byron Jones is already getting more than that on an annual average salary. Darius Slay has surpassed that. He's getting 16.6 as the highest annual average salary contract at the cornerback position. This is good money for a corner, but this isn't back-breaking money, especially when you consider how young the rest of the Dolphins roster is. So X, just please stay healthy so that all of this entire conversation becomes moot. And we have you be a fixture here. But if the Dolphins are forced into making that hard conversation, they could get out of this contract right now with under $7 million in dead cap. And they signed this contract 12 months ago that was five years, $75 million, with $46 million in guarantees. Compare and contrast that approach to a big money contract to what the Dolphins did with Rashad Jones and Ryan Tannehill and Indominican Sue, who Sue, by the way, was off the team for the last two seasons, and yet this team last year was still paying dead cap money to. A significant amount as well. You want to know how much the Dolphins paid against the salary cap last year for Dominic and Sue? Sue played his last snaps for the Dolphins in 2017, and in the year 2019, Sue was hit $13 million against the Dolphins' salary cap with a full year of playing for the Rams bridged in between, and he'd moved on to the Bucks. Imagine. Compare and contrast that to one year removed from a contract extension worth $75 million with nearly $50 million in guarantees given to a highly talented player at a high-value position who has some durability questions, and the Dolphins are aligned to get out of this with less than $7 million in cap hit. You want another example of why we should feel really good about who's running the cap and who's running the player personnel for the Dolphins these days? 
You're not giving out idiot contracts like the one that was given to Sue and then restructure it a year later to further put the team in cap hell. We signed the Howard or we signed the Howard contract 12 months ago. We could get rid of Howard today and owe less money against the cap than what we're paying for Rashad Jones for a contract that was signed nearly half a decade ago. Rashad Jones is due $10 million in dead cap this year. Again, because we restructured a contract. Sit here and get cute with this stuff. You keep deferring. You're robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're inevitably going to have to pay up. So write up better contracts. And that's what the Dolphins did with Xavier Howard. They gave him the opportunity to continue to prove himself and stay healthy. And we said, we like what we've seen. There's been buy-in from you. We're going to give you the opportunity to be a long-term fixture here, be a staple of our defense. And if you stay healthy, you're going to get paid. Well, there's enough ifs in there where if it doesn't happen, the Dolphins don't pay for it. Again, I hope all this is moot. Hope X comes out. He plays 16 games this year. But him getting put on the pup this far removed from the knee surgery that he had at least made me pause. And at least made me ask the question. And at least made me look with a critical eye about how bad of a situation, how, how badly this could blow up in the Dolphins' faces. And the answer is not at all. So hat tip to the Dolphins for drawing up a contract that gives a player the opportunity to earn his worth and value, but isn't going to break the Dolphins' back if he doesn't. If you guys enjoyed this dive into, we got in the salary cap, we talked about the Patriots a whole bunch again, Xavier Howard. Not exactly what I planned to talk about, but as the news came through yesterday, it was clear we were going to have to pivot our plan for today's show. I had a lot of fun. I hope you did too. I hope you keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, it's been a blast this offseason, and now we're starting to gear into training camp, get some of these players in the building, and look forward to the headlines that will follow. I'll be there every step of the way, and I hope you are too. Thanks for listening to Locked On Dolphins, and I'll talk with you guys again soon.